0: Hello, and welcome to A Seniors World. This podcast is for you if you are walking in the silver years of life. Here, you and I talk about topics that directly and indirectly affect the quality of our lives as senior citizens. My name is Gerald Austin, but you can call me G, and I am your host. This week, we're going to be talking about dating. Yep, dating. Because we all know that dating when you're 60 or 70 or whatever it's a lot different from when you were dating when you were in your 20s. Remember, there's no group of friends who are going to pick you up, or you're not sliding by your boy's or your girlfriend's house, picking them up, going down to the club with your best gear on, dancing, drinking, and hoping to meet someone. It's not going to happen like that for you when you're in your 60s and 70s. Doesn't mean that you can't meet people, but again, it's a whole different dating scene and right now online dating seems to be dominating the dating trend and i must admit that i found the love of my life using an online dating site she saw my profile on the dating site and contacted me we eventually made a physical date and the rest is written in the annals of love (laughs) i'm quite sure she'll laugh about that so let's talk about dating did you know that approximately 30% of all seniors live alone? Right? Now, living alone does not mean that you are lonely. In fact, you can be living with someone and still be lonely. Right? You're upstairs. They're always downstairs. You're on a go. They're in the house. They're in the house. You're on a go. You're traveling. They're not traveling with you. You're living with someone and you're still lonely. Or you can live alone and still have a very active social life. You're always involved in stuff, you got your friends, you're constantly on the go, you don't feel loneliness at all. However, if you're like most people, you don't enjoy living life without that significant other person being a part of your life. You probably prefer to have some companionship above and beyond the platonic relationships that you share with your closest friends. Who wouldn't, right? Everybody prefers to be in a loving relationship with someone you can share life with on a general and an intimate basis. It's just who we are as humans. We're social animals. Most people do. And that doesn't change as you get older. In fact, the desire for companionship gets even stronger as you get older. Believe me, I know. And we're in the year 2020, so the coronavirus has definitely changed everything. Social interaction has come to a grinded halt. I can't tell you how much I used to look forward to going to my little favorite spot over outside of the Philadelphia area. And on a Friday night, and people my age would be in there dancing the cha cha and the bop. Again, it's a Philly thing. And interacting with each other, just having fun. the coronavirus has put a halt to all that and things have changed so what do you do you're alone you're tired of being alone and you want to start dating you want to get back into that dating world you want to find someone to spend time with become a part of their life and they can become a part of your life so what do you do again let me just tell you as I say every week when we talk about these topics i'm not a professional when it comes to this topic or most of the topics we talk about um i'm not a professional i don't have a certification i don't have a degree uh, in dating or matchmaking or relationships or anything like that so just spreading the word from what i've experienced and what i've done in research on this particular matter that being said get let's, let's talk dating So what do you do? Well, to begin with, you have to ask yourself this important question. Do you have time to date? Hmm. You've been by yourself now or without any significant other person in your life for a few years now, if not a lot of years. And that time that you think you have, you've really filled it up with other things. So ask yourself, do you have time to date? I'm telling you, before I met my partner, I met a bunch of women who claimed they were interested in dating. And I would talk to them, we would talk on the phone, then I would try to set up an actual date with them. And we couldn't get together. Sunday they had church, Monday they had Bible study, Tuesday was choir practice, Wednesday was book club night, Thursday was the Royal Women of the Secret Clan night. Friday was girls' night out. Saturday was sleepover with the Grants. There was always something else in their life that was going on that they couldn't fit me in. But, you know, now that I think about it, maybe it was just me. Who knows? I don't know. But you get the point. You have to ask yourself, do you have time to date? Have your life become so filled with other things that you really can't introduce someone into your time slot or into the time of your life right now? Are you willing to push some of the things aside? Not all of them. Or are you willing to push some of the things aside to make time for someone else? You've got to ask yourself that question. You also have to set rules. Now, when I say set rules, it's not the Hammurabi code where it's chiseled in stone or anything like that. But you do have to set rules. What are you willing to accept and what aren't you willing to accept? I so say you're a deeply religious person, right? your life centers around your religion your church can you date someone who has no interest in the church or religion they're not going to get up with you on sunday morning and go to church with you they're not going to bible study with you or doing any of the things that you're interested in or are a core part of who you are can you date that person be true to yourself no, you can't date that person. It's not going to work in the long run. There's going to be resentment. That person is going to be frustrated with you asking them constantly to participate in that. You're going to be frustrated with the person constantly telling you no, they don't want you. Come on, don't put yourself on a collision course with disaster. Or something that you know is outside of your core value. I hmm? say so you're a smoker. Or the other person is a smoker and you detest cigarette smoke. Can you date that person? No. Oh, it's all right. She's only going to smoke outside, she said. Stop it. If you're a cigarette smoker and you have no interest in quitting, you can't be a non-smoker. You know, you've probably been there before. You've had those conversations and you know what that's like. It's a lot of pressure. Don't put yourself through that kind of stuff. You're a traveler. Oh my gosh, you love going any place, every place. You meet someone, you tell them, oh, I love to travel. They say to you, I can't imagine stepping foot on a plane. Can you date that person? No. Traveling is who you are, is what you do, is what you enjoy in life. And remember, you're in the silver years of life. You don't want to stop doing things that you enjoy with someone who has no interest in that. It's not a bad thing to travel, it's a great thing. So you meet someone who has no interest in it. Can you really date that person? Ask yourself, how far are you willing to travel and meet someone? Are you willing to do a long-term relationship, a long-distance relationship? No. 50 miles, 100 miles, 300 miles, 1,000 miles, across continents whatever. Ask yourself that question. It's an important question. Now, again, don't get caught up in things that really aren't that important when you make your rules. You love dogs. You meet someone, they love cats. You can date the, what well, come on. You can't date the person, of course you can. It's not that big of a deal. Be flexible on things that aren't really part of your core value. Things you would like, but if you don't, okay. There's no biggie. Leave it alone, don't press it. But things that are part of your core value, who you are as a person. Set your rule and stick to your rules. Can you financially date someone? Dating takes money. That's me for real about it. It's hard to date for free. And I don't care if you're just going to the coffee shop, having a coffee and a Danish. It costs money to date. If you can't afford it, then you've got to ask yourself, what are my limits financially when it comes to dating? What can I afford? What I can't afford. Now, of course, no one's saying that when you meet someone, you've got to take them to a five-star restaurant all the time. You know, you got to take them to concerts. you got to you know, go going on vacations with them. You're not trying to impress them. You're just trying to meet them. So be true to it. If you can't afford to do those type of things, don't do them. Stick to what you can afford to do. The person will appreciate it. Most people aren't even looking for that, especially when you're in your 60s. People aren't looking for that. If they are, you got to question them, right? So again, be honest with yourself when it comes to those things. And you have to come to terms with who you are as a person when you're in a relationship. We all know that our relationship personality is different from our single person personality, right? When we're in a relationship, we're one way. When we're out of a relationship, we're another one, right? Be true to who you are when you're in a relationship. Be for real about it. Don't present yourself as someone you're not when you meet that person, because that's going to wear off. The true you will rise the service so i always say the easiest person for me to be is me right i'm comfortable with being me and the other person doesn't like the way person who i am doesn't make me a bad person just means that they can't we can't vibe with each other we can't date each other i am looking for that person who will accept me for who i am and that's who you should be looking for the person that will accept you for who you are and you should be able to do that to that person also to accept them for who they are. And if you can't, then that's just not the person for you. And again, it doesn't make you a bad person and it doesn't make that person a bad person. You just don't click. Right? Now, those are some of the things that you have to consider. Remember, you're in your 60s, your 70s, your 80s, however old, You know who you are. You know your personalities, you know what makes you click, you know what pisses you off. You know the type of people you can get along with and who you can't get along with. So be true to that. Be true to who you are, who you know yourself to be. Now, There are experts out there who give additional tips. I happen to come across one. Um, Let's just listen to some of the things that he has to say about dating when you're in your silver years of life.
1: Hey there, dating masses. Michael here with idateadvice.com. Today's topic are some dating tips for seniors. Now, all through our lives, we're experiencing changes. And even if we do find that special someone and spend decades with them, growing and experiencing what life has to offer we never know when we'll find ourselves back in the dating game if you're here because someone that you're with has uh, you've either separated from them or maybe they've passed on and it's later in your life and you're wondering how do I get back into the dating game what do I have to know I've worked with clients who found themselves in their golden years and dating again so I would like to share with you some tips that I've learned from seniors for seniors about dating First off, you're not alone. It can seem lonely, especially if you have been with the same person for decades, 20, 30, 50 years. It can seem like all of your other friends, family, they're still in that relationship. And if you find yourself in a different boat where you're now single for whatever reason, maybe you're widowed, maybe you're not, uh, rest assured there are plenty of other people in that same boat. So you're not alone. That could be a a big mental block to get over. Um, It's never too late to live your life and be happy. All too often, when we find ourselves making a big life transition, like you find yourself single again after so many years, it can be hard to find your worth again in life. Um, Being happy is about whatever it means to you. If you know that you're the kind of person that would be happiest with a companion, don't shame yourself from that. You know, there's no shame in having to date again. It's a, it could be a great explorative uh, adventure for you. And whatever that means for you to be happy and live your life, that's what you have to be doing for yourself. Now, my next point is that a bad date doesn't necessarily mean anything. I speak to some clients, people have come to me and they've said, well, getting back into the dating scene wasn't necessarily that hard, but now I'm hitting a roadblock because people I'm going on a date with, they're not really a good fit for me. Well, luckily, you can go on 10 bad dates in a row. The 11th good date, or the 11th date rather, is the only one that has to go well. So try to have a little more foresight, you know, give yourself a little credit for being out there in the first place. And if you have a couple of bad dates, don't worry about it. You only need that one great date to turn everything around. Now, the world is full of technology and full of change and new ways to reach people. There's no shame in asking for help uh, in, in accessing it. So if you have somebody in your life that is maybe a little bit younger and is more tech savvy, go to them and say, listen, this is the point I'm at in my life. I know there are websites out there. Um, you know, explore what the dating world has to offer. There are so many sites, there are sites for seniors, websites where you can meet somebody from around the world and you never know, you may mesh very, very well with that person. So the truth of the matter is that you're on the forefront of the dating scene for whatever reason brought you here. Be adventurous, meet new people and explore new relationships. Have fun and remember to always be yourself. The rest is easy. All right, dating masses, thank you so much for watching. Be sure to like this video if you enjoyed it and subscribe to get a new dating advice video each and every week. We look forward.
0: Some additional information. If you're considering getting back into the dating game and he kind of hinted at being tech savvy, which means online dating. If you're really serious about getting back into the dating scene, you can't escape online dating. As I said earlier, that's how I met my significant other. And it's easy. There's nothing hard or scary about online dating. There's no one on the other end who's going to snatch you through your computer and take you to some um, bad place and hurt you. Um, All the old stories about people dating and meeting someone and these bad things happen to them. For the most part, that's not true. It's not going to happen. Remember you were young, you were in a club, you met someone, either you asked them to get in your car or they um, got in your car and you drove them places or they drove you places. You didn't know that person. You know, they were crazy. They were an ex-murder, but you took a chance. That's what it's all about. But online dating opens up a whole new world, especially if you're a senior citizen. As the specialist said, there are sites out there just for seniors. You're a senior Christian, senior this, senior that. There are plenty of sites out there. Some of them cost money. Some of them are free. Take advantage of them. Uh, I'm not tech savvy, Well, your grandchild is. Your four-year-old grandson can probably build a computer now. Your son can. Your daughter can. You got a friend out there who can. So don't use that as an excuse. Get them. Help them. Or ask them to help you build a profile. Set it up. It's not that hard. It's not that scary. It's pretty easy. It allows you to cast your net to show... The world who you are to meet other people and you can meet other people from around the world because you don't know where you'll find that next true love it can be someone from a different continent it could be someone from around the corner you just don't know and sometimes it may take 10 people or 10 dates who knows and the 11th one does pan out to be the person who you fall in love with you just don't know it's a numbers game and that's to say you meet 10 people those people aren't going to be bad people. There some of them are just going to be people who you just don't think you can date. It's just like in life. You meet people all the time. But you wouldn't date. Doesn't, make that, doesn't mean that they're bad people. But you're back out into the world, the dating world. You're back out enjoying social interaction. You're no longer lonely. Right? And some of these people you meet, you'll have great conversations with. You'll love that person for who they are in regards to being able to open you up in a different manner but you still won't be able to date that person they can become your friend again that person can be from china india africa or again that person can be from around the corner so take advantage of online dating you have thousands of people millions of people online who are looking for someone just like you right now the number i think is 16 percent of seniors are dating online or using an online site to find someone that's not huge numbers, but it's a lot of numbers. Those are millions of people who are using an online site to find someone. And you can too. So don't be afraid of it. Take advantage of it. Get help if you need help. Enjoy it. Open up yourself to the world of dating. That's in there. As you can see, the door for discussion is always open. Next week, you and I will talk about the joys and the pains of raising grandchildren. So join me again next week, and more importantly, help me to help us be heard. A Seniors World is broadcast every Sunday, so please spread the word, and be sure to leave your reviews, suggestions, and comments, because A Seniors World is all about you. Thank you, and peace.